Welcome to the monthly update. Um, this is one that goes out both to field managers meeting as well as to uh, contractors on YouTube. Um, I've got a few topics to talk to you about today um, and then obviously open the room up for any questions or queries. Um, more, more people may well join as we're going. Um, the big topic item since last time around is obviously year four and five of the five-year agreements been released. Um, a few things that's in there just to pull out, and there's loads of details and loads of stuff on PSNC if you do need it. Um, but the, the, the sort of highlights that I tend to go through um, is there's a 100 million excess margin um, being uplifted um, into the drug tariff, uh, which is a excess earned in previous years has effectively been written off. Um, the Department of Health and Social Care have agreed, have made a commitment to review the implementation of the price concessions system, which I think could be welcomed by many contractors, uh, given some difficulties in recent months. Uh, the transition payment's been protected um, with up to 70 million a year of that transition payment uh, being allocated in recognition of pressures. Uh, the commitment from the government for an independent economic review to take place in advance of the next community pharmacy contractual framework negotiations. Uh, so that should give us economic evidence on, on what's happening with, with pharmacy funding in the last few years and the impact that's had. Um, we've had confirmation that the farm, community pharmacy contraception service will be phased in um, and it'll be phased in as an advanced service. We're still waiting for the final spec of what that is, but obviously many of our contractors, particularly on the Wirral, um, will have had sight of what the pilots look like so we would imagine it would be a natural build and segue on from the, the pilot elements of the service. We've had a couple of modest extensions to two of our services, so community pharmacies consultation service. There's a few more places that can refer into that through than previous, so we bring into the urgent care centres, the walk-in centres, and a couple of other options there. And also the new medicine service expands slightly um, with the medicines used in uh, for antidepressants. Uh, the other elements is pharmacy quality schemes have all been refreshed. However, the year four, so this year's pharmacy quality scheme, the scope has been reduced both in recognition of the workload and capacity constraints, as well as uh, the late start in year four. And actually, since the deal came out, all of the guidance and all of the details have been published. So if you, you haven't seen that already, make sure you have a look on the pharmacy quality scheme pages of BSNC. And then the last thing um, is the service specifications, just confirmation that they will be amended for the blood pressure checks service and the smoking cessation service to allow delivery by pharmacy technicians as well as pharmacists. So there's a, a slight easement there. One of the things that falls out of that, and I'm not quite sure exactly what it's gonna look like, um, is there's no more resourcing for PCN leads within the contractual framework. Um, so although, Many of our areas have PCN leads appointed. There is absolutely no resourcing within the national contract for them to carry out any activity, and there's no mandate for them to carry out any activity either. Um, so we're going to be taking that and we'll probably update the PCN leads separately um, via our committee meetings and the outputs from our committee meetings. Um, but very much believe it's probably going to be down to the PCNs themselves to resource activity that they would they might want our leads to to carry out. Um, but we'll update that once we we get to that decision point. Um, next topic I wanted to talk about was flu. 
Um, so we've had a couple of things, not from our area, a couple of reports from around the country about the the misuse of Quiv E in the 65 years and over category. Um, just to confirm, it is a little bit more complex than it was last year, this year, in terms of what's first line, what's second line in each of the age groups. And if you're looking, we did a, a table in our newsletter last week that said exactly what was first line in each of the category. Um, we did actually pull out that Quivy didn't appear in that group because we thought there might be a few bits of confusion with it. Um, but that table's just a really handy thing if you wanted to, to cut it out and print and stick it up somewhere um, just as a for each of the age group. If they're 65 years or over, if a patient's between 18 and 65 years and in an at-risk category, or they're between 50 and 65 not in an at-risk category, there's a different first line and second line. Um, for each of those groups. Um, so it's helpful to know which vaccine to be used where. Um, flu campaign, the numbers are looking really, really positive for community pharmacy. We're doing a great job. Um, so well done to all the teams that are delivering. Um, and obviously we've got a milestone this week, I think it is, it's Saturday, um, where the 50 plus can then start coming into the programme um, as, of, as of this week. Um, and that's the group where the suggested first line is a quivy. A um, couple of things we've been asked to point out. So uh, as we're approaching the festive season, uh, just a plea to make for pharmacies to make sure that their dot is, uh, their dot schedule is up to date and their opening hours is up to date as it needs to be. Um, so please log into the the site to to update that. I did want to pull out um, a piece of work that's been going on that we've recently gone to press with about pharmacy funding. So this is a bit related to the year four and five elements, um, but basically it's the fact that pharmacy funding is almost at crisis point. Well, it is at crisis point. Um, we've gone to press with a full page article, one in each of the places um, in which we operate, but it seems to be percolating out and lots of other LPCs have picked up and, and asked for similar messaging to so they can form their own. Um, if you're interested, it's on the headlines of cpcw.org.uk. But what points we've made is that the, the funding isn't good enough. Um, the government have effectively neglected pharmacy over the last period, probably five to seven years period. Um, and we've also provided some helpful advice for patients on why things we might be changing with delivery of medicines, why their stock shortages are happening, workforce pressures, and some points around prescription turnaround time. Um, we've also covered what pharmacies are doing to survive. So what impacts those decisions because of the funding stream might have on patients and what patients can do to help. And there's a few helpful things. The biggest thing of all is to be kind to the pharmacy teams, but obviously next to that is about writing to the MP and, and helping us in the fight with, with attaining good funding agreements with government to allow us to do the job that we know we can do. Um, as I say, we've gone to press for this. We have also had 100 flyers printed per pharmacy, uh, and they should have either arrived already or be arriving very shortly. They got sent out uh, Friday and Saturday of last week. Um, and I think I've seen a couple of batches of 100 arrive, or I've seen some notes that say they've had a couple of batches and please just make sure they're prominent, they're used, and, and patients are aware of it, because we think it's a, a helpful campaign just to make aware of pharmacies' plight. Uh, and then the last topic on my list of notes that I wanted to talk to you around is branded generics. Um, we are seeing a few more areas deploying more branded generics, and I think this is as cost cuts, cost improvement plans come in. It's not an area we're particularly positive about in any way, shape or form. Um, we make continued um, 
representations at commissioning groups at prescribing committees that they are absolutely abhorrent and useless and end up costing the nhs more money um but the ccgs are or the old ccgs the place committees of the icb now um do seem to be still pursuing those as a cost improvement plan um, if you are getting one suddenly crop up and we've not put them in our newsletter please let us know so we can track them and we can challenge them appropriately if they are inappropriate um, but just some heads up to say actually you might well see some more news coming out about them um, as we go through uh, we will be picking that up as a topic and we will be doing our best to to stop places using them inappropriately where it, where it happens an awful lot of the time and i think that was about it from from my notes that i had down 